So we're continuing the halachas about neighbors, neshchenim means neighbors, obviously, and the responsibility of damages or not damaging your neighbor. A person should not dig a, a bear, it means a pit. This came in, in this case, it means a pit to store water. Or like, it's all, a siach is like, a bear is round, the siach is like flat and square. Or a cave, which is like a, uh, again, like a storage cave, which like has a cover very often. These are all water containers, water reservoir pits. Or to bring an irrigation ditch, if you have like, a, you want to bring like a canal. Take like a, like a canal through your, through your field, and you want to have water in order to irrigate your crops, all these things. So, uh, that, that's Amasamayim, Okay. Or, for example, a person's going to make like a water ditch that is going to be used for soaking clothing. Before you do the laundry, you soak the clothing in water. These are all different containers that are going to store water, either for drinking purposes or for laundry. If you're doing it in your property, but it's close to the edge of your property and your friend has a wall there, let's say it's your backyard, but it's his house next door. You know that I do that, unless you make sure the edge of your water pit or your water canal is three tvachim away from the wall, you know that I do that. The reason for that, of course, is that the dampness of the water will seep through the earth and will damage the wall. Because, you know, it's water damage. And therefore, if you make distance at three tvachim, you can be, then in that case, you're allowed to do it and whatever damage happens is not considered direct damage. That's enough in order to make the water, you know, you shouldn't cause water damage. All right. The Yasid Besid you also, besides for distancing yourself, you have to make a waterproof lining. In this case, he says, Sid, there's just plaster, or anything of that nature is good enough. Um, uh, or the, with this collection of water you made, or the wall of the irrigation ditch on the side of your friend's wall. So on that side, you have to water, line it with waterproof material. The distance of three tefachim, together with the waterproof lining, will enable you to make sure that the water is not going to damage your friend's wall. The Ramam over here requires both. Sai three tefachim distance, sai wa- waterproof lining of, of sid, of plaster. Other types of things, we see that one or the other is good enough. And, we'll, and the Chaya will see why. It depends on how, how intense the water is, how, how, how frequent the water is there. In the case of, let's say, for example, an irrigation ditch, patch is much more frequent than other examples, as we'll see. All right, base. You have to make sure that you distance. You have, let's say, uh, you have an olive press. So you have a, a pit or a pile, let's say, of, of the, the gephes is after you squeeze the olives out, the, whatever, whatever's left over after you quetch out the, the, the juice, olive debris. Oil. The gephes is not the oil. The gephes is the residue. The, it's the olive itself, the crushed olive. You crush, you crush the olive, get all the juice out. No, you don't get juice, you get oil out. No, no, no. When you, if you, go, when you crush an olive, you get olive juice. Then you let that stuff sit and the oil flows to the top after a few days. Or if you have a centrifuge machine, then the oil flows to the top. I'll call after you squeeze it. Yeah, after you squeeze the olive, you fetch it out, and you got all, all the liquid out of it, that red little olive that's left over, the crushed olive is called gephes. Vesa zephes. By you, it says zephes or zevel? Ah, okay. So some of your stories are zephes, which is, um, which is like a, a tar, but by you, it says zevel, which is manure. Okay, fine. Vesa melach or salt, vesa sid, lime, vesa sloyim. Like Flintstones, which are meant to bang together to create fire. These things, have, they're stored in your backyard. You have to keep them three away from your friend's uh, 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 wall. Alternatively, if it's like in a pit, you have to line the pit with water, with like plaster, and you can put it right next to it. So here, you don't have to do both. Apparently, it's not as intense. The damage is not as intense. These things damage the wall from... The Gemara calls it heat. 
I think it means more like either physical heat or more like an acidic nature that has some kind of you know, corrosive material property to it. So if you do uh, one or the other, three tzvachim distance, or a, uh, a lining of some kind of sid, that protects the ball. You have to also distance if you're going to plant in, the, in your backyard next to your friend's wall. Or you're going to plow. You have some kind of uh, like, a, like, a, like a sewage, sewage uh, pit that, that, that the urine is going to collect there. Again, you have to make sure these things are distant from your friend's wall. Three tvachim. Because these things, first of all, if you're planting there or you plow the ground, that weakens the earth. Now the part of the earth right near the wall, which is the foundation, is going to get weakened. So you have to leave the three tzvachim space. You don't, you don't, the wall is not going to collapse. In the case of a sewage pit, same idea, water damage or corrosive damage from the material. Over here, Adam doesn't say like he did when you make, make, a, make a pit for, like, for water for something else. You have to, have to do both, three tzvachim and, and plaster. One or the other is good enough because um, lavadafka is as frequent to have urine in this thing. Only, only when it's used. So it's not as intense. The water damage is not as frequent. Okay, Gimel. You have to distance a rechaim, which is a mill, like a grinding device. This is a kind of grind. It's not like a water mill. This is like a, this is like a grinding device that's done by hand. It's like a, like, a, like a grinder. Yeah. The way these things were shaped, there was like a, the bottom was wider than the top. The top was a tefach more narrow. Basically, you have to make sure it's three, that the bottom of this device is three tefachim away from the wall, in which case the top will be four tefachim away because it's narrower. Again, what's the purpose of that? It shouldn't, it should, the, the vibration, the tremor, shouldn't shake the wall and damage the wall. Oh, yeah, Avam says, funny enough, so that the noise will not frighten the neighbors. <laughs> so, three tzvachim is enough to make, to make it. Make it vibration, you don't want to have uh, yeah, next to your right. house. Apparently, three tzvachim is sufficient to make it reduced to the, to the bearable levels, yeah? Right. Ah, actually, not the noise, the vibration. Yeah, okay, right, right, yeah, yeah. Good. So that, again, these are all the same ideas of you have to distance these damaging things from your friend's wall. And you're going to tie my property, whatever I want. No. <laughs> the din is, is that you have to distance your things that can cause damage from your friend's rishus. Otherwise, it's considered like you're damaging me a dime. This, this is the law of the land, too. Yeah, you sure. You can't do a commercial thing. Sure. You cost it to a bedroom, to right. a house. Right, absolutely. Yeah. So that's more zoning. We talked about the previous program. But yeah, yeah, right. Dalit. Again, you have an oven. Oven gives off heat. Heat causes damage. From the wall, three tzvachim. In the bottom of the oven. Again, the diner apparently is also shaped like a cone. So the, if you make it three tzvachim, from the bottom of the oven, away from the wall, it's going to cause four tzvachim from the top part. Because it's a tzvachim more narrow on one side. So the wall should not become heated. And again, the heat would damage the, the wall. Or it'll damage the ground near the wall, which will make the wall um, uh, less sturdy. All right, Evan Shakribismakabagodamalashivanu, you have a uh, like a like a contraption with a stone that they would use to, to bang the clothing to, to clean it. That's how they had to they did laundry back then. So you have that contraption. You have to put it four amas away from the wall. Vice studies that the splashing goes much further when you when you do this laundry, you hack this thing, it goes much further when it just seeps out of the, uh, the irrigation ditch, and therefore a dal amas is required. <laughs> when the launderer and the person doing laundry hits the clothing with the stone, the water goes and it damages the wall, and therefore you have to make a dal amas away. Vav. 
A person is not allowed to go to the bathroom next to the wall of this fellow. If you remember, we actually learned that one of the dinim that Elishu ben Nun made, that all you didn't have to accept when he divided the land, is that anybody's allowed to, if they go to the bathroom, you're allowed to go wherever you want. You go, go behind any, any closed off area, any fence, even if the field is a field where they're growing very expensive vegetation. Akaponim, when it comes to urinating, you're not allowed to do it mamish next to the person's wall. Uh, on, the, on the wall, basically, or even near the wall, excuse me. Unless you urinate, unless you are three Tzvachim away. In other words, let alone on the wall as an usher, but even if it's, on, if it's on the ground, but it's three Tzvachim away from the wall, or less, or less than it'll seep through the ground and it'll cause the, the wall to get damaged from the acidic property. So therefore, you have to make sure it's three Tzvachim away. But Melvam, when we concerned, because Levanim, it's made of bricks. Bricks are more easily damaged. If it's, a, if it's a stone wall. So stone walls are more solid. Tevach is sufficient. Some of us want to learn that the Ramah means that everything we talk about in this parak so far, all these are focus, the laundry and the, and, and, the, and the oven and the mill, all that's talking about a brick wall. But a stone wall, one Tevach is enough. Pashib Shad Ramam, though, is that he's only talking about this last factor about urination. That's where we differentiate between one tefach and three tefachim, depending on the material of the wall. But the, but the, 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 the is al through hay, the chayret doesn't make a difference if it's a stone wall or a brick wall. All right. No, he speaks of a marble, actually. I'm not up to that part yet. If, however, the, now a new situation, we had to talk about bricks and stone. What if there was tchiach sela? Tchiach sela is, is marble stone. If the wall is made of marble, so marble is much more, much more, much, much stronger than other kinds of stones. So in that case, you're allowed to urinate right next to the wall. Lavdafka on the wall, but on the ground right next to the wall because the marble is stronger. All right. When you're going to put a ladder next to your wall, but your wall is next to your friend's dove coat, right? Which is that contraption which has like stores the in which the doves live. Now, so you're going to put the wall up there, so you can climb, you can put the ladder up against the wall to climb up your wall for whatever purpose you're going to do. But over there, if it's within four amis of your friend's dove coat, the dove farm, so then, it's like a wooden contraption that the doves live in. If, you, if it's within Dal Amis, a Nemiya, which is translated as a marten, it's like a, like, a, like a little rodent of some kind, that would climb up the ladder and jump from the ladder into the dovecote and eat the doves. So you have to make a Dal Amis away, because apparently they can't jump Dal Amis. Alright, so again, we're, we're afraid that the, the marten's going to climb up and jump across and eat the... Eat the, uh, eat the baby doves. We don't want that, and therefore, you have to put a dalamus away. Um, all right. So, again, it, 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 I'm not sure if, if, um, if it's against the wall, and the wall mamish is next to the dovecote, then the Martin would just climb up the ladder, walk across the wall, and then jump to the dovecote. So, however far the ladder is, it's not going to help you. So, Muslim Zagan, it's a way where the wall is not going to help it get to the dovecote, but the ladder would help it. Or you could say, Pshat that that, that, that you're trying to do is your, your part. Once you put the wall, Daladamas away, excuse me, the ladder, Daladamas away from the dovecote, so then at that point, you're not considered to have contributed to the damage that this Martin climbs up and, and, and jumps across. So, so in a Hanani, Lav Dafka, it'll reduce the chances of this guy's dove's not getting eaten. 
But if your ladder is within Dalamas of the dove coat, you could see the contributing to the damage. If it's more Dalamas away, then you could say it's not my fault. It's, I, I'm, not, I'm not part of this. So, so therefore, the Dalamas is basically giving you an aid there to protect yourself from being incriminated for the damage. Not necessarily is it going to make a difference to the guy, but it helps you. Okay. A person has to leave Dalamas between his wall and his friend's drain pipe. In other words, if you're going to build, your friend has a drain pipe running into your yard, and you want to build under it or next to it, you have to leave an area of Dalat Amis. Um, between the wall you're going to build in the drain pipe. So that the guy who has the drain has place. Set up a ladder. And go up there and, collect, and fix the drain and clean out the junk. Whatever you got to do over there. Since he has the chazak already, obviously, to have his drain pipe dripping into your yard. And we already said in Perik Ches, in the previous Perik, that when I set up a drain pipe from my yard into your yard, you don't protest. Now I have established the chazaka that you are Michael. I have the rights to have my drain pipe dripping into your yard. Included in that by definition is the rights to have a place to set up to fix it when I need it. Therefore, you can't build, uh, you can't build next to it. Now, L'chayda, um, L'chayda, the parent ches, the Ramam actually contradicted this because it says over there that Lav Dafka is a problem for the person to build under it. As long as the water could drip, what do you care if I build under it? So, the Pasha Pasha, the answer is, is that um, the, the, the building under it and building next is not the same thing. He could build under it. When the guy who wants to set up a contraption to a, a ladder to fix a drain pipe, it doesn't go under the drain pipe. It goes next to the drain pipe. So that's the, that's the difference. You could, the guy, if Ruvain's drain pipe is dripping into Shimon's yard, Shimon can build under the drain pipe. He can't build next to the drain pipe because Ruvain needs to have space next to it to put a ladder to fix it. All right, Tess. Ruven had a wall next to Shimon's wall, like an L shape. Okay, like this, right? So you have Ruven's wall, you have Shimon's wall. This is how it is, like Gam. Gam is a Greek letter, it's like an L. Now we want to make another wall over here, right? So you have like a Ches, or a base, as the Rabbim says. So now, this point, Shimon could protest. He has to make a Dal Amis space. So you can do it like this. He wants to put it on this side. He has to go like this. He has to leave down Amis so people can walk through. This, uh, uh, between the two walls. So there should be space between the two walls. This way people will, will trot on the ground and that will tighten fast in the earth. So it's good for the foundation of the wall. He can make this, make this claim that he needs the, wall, the, the ground to be strengthened because if it's a, if it's a crystal by a garden. A place where people don't frequently walk, therefore the ground is still uh, still soft. Even if, even if it's a chutzir, not a chutz like a classic chutzir, like a place where people walk frequently, basically, in a new city. A new city, the Mafarish and Baram, the Mosque says it's defined as it's less than 50 years old, right? So you have these new places, you know, where they, you have like these places like, it's like farmland, and they build up houses, they build up like a, like a, like a, a city, an like extension of the city. If that's less than 50 years old, it's called new. But 50 years old is already old. It's already old. In that case, the ground's already been solidified. In that case, he can build next to the wall without distancing it. There's no need to make people walk through to strengthen the ground. Similarly, if the length of the wall that Shimon built was not Dalad Amis, it was less than Dalad Amis, it was a short wall, he doesn't have to 
even if it's a new city, it doesn't have to uh, distance his wall from the other wall to let people walk through. Despite the fact that making uh, no space will, will prevent people from walking there, a, a wall which is less than Dalamas wide doesn't need Chizagarit. It's not wide enough to need Chizagarit. It, it doesn't require that kind of, uh, that kind of uh, strengthening. Now, it's interesting. You would imagine it goes on the height of the wall. Why does the Ramam care about the length of the wall? It depends on the, 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 the taller the wall is, the more you need a solid foundation. So the Ramam doesn't seem to care how tall the wall is. He cares how short, the, how, 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 how long it is. All right. In any event, Yud. Somebody who is coming to dig a, a bird in his field. Now, dig a bird, dig a pit. This, this case, Lavdafkit's a water bird, so Stam a pit. Now, let's remember that there's dinim about how far you could, you, you're allowed to make, uh, we'll see, between your pit and your fellow's pit, even though, it's, even though it's different property, right? So, do I have to take into consideration that when I put my burr right by the border of our field, that's going to impact how close to the edge of the, edge of the, edge of the, edge of the field on your side you can dig your burr if you choose to do one. Do I need to take into consideration or do I not? The answer is it depends if your field is a field that's normal to dig a bear or not. So, I want to dig a bird at the edge of my field right next to the border which borders your field. So, if your field is not a field that's normal to dig, to dig a bird because a bird is normally for like water collection to, to water or to, to irrigate but it is, we're talking about a place where there's a lot of rainfall so there's no need to do that. Same thing, I could do mine right next to the edge. And you cannot protest because there's the her no reason for you to protest. There's no reason you need to dig, dig, dig a burr on your side. Why am I digging a burr? I have my reasons, whatever. But, 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 but the viola is nothing about I'm doing this. It impacts you. If you also decide you want to dig a burr on your side of the boundary, then because I legitimately make the edge of my burr right by the edge of the field. You have to make sure that you distance the edge of your bur from my bur three tfachim, meaning the three tfachim that are naturally surrounding the bur are considered the wall of the bur. This way, if you measure the distance between the two bur edges, it'll be six tfachim. Three tfachim for my, so to speak, wall of the bur, and three tfachim for yours. Now, I put mine right next to the field. I dug right next to the border. So three tfachim into your field is technically considered, considered the, the edge, the, the, the wall of my burr, to strengthen my burr, and to have that space in the ground, which I'm allowed to do. So you have to make sure that your burr, the, the actual uh, the cavity area, is six tfachim from the edge of the field, which is six tfachim from the edge of my burr. If, however, your field was a field was normal to dig a burr, and I need to anticipate the possibility that you want to dig a burr as well, and in Simcha, I'll dig right next to the edge. I have to make sure there's a three tachim space between the edge of my burr and the field, the field boundary line. Because otherwise, I'm making you, I'm taking away from your, from your space, so to speak. When you come dig your burr next to my burr, you make sure that you dig the burr three tachim from the edge of the boundary line. And again, we'll have six tachim between the two burrs. And everyone's happy. But again, in the first example, I don't, I don't need to detain the idea of you digging the burr. And essentially the fact that I'm, ta- I'm, I'm, I'm really making a three tfachim uh, uh, demilitarized zone, if you will, away from where you can make your burr, because I don't have to think about you making a burr. In this case, it, I do have to, because it's common to dig a burr in the kind of field. In the second case, it's a field, obviously, where there's not a lot of rain or the type of crop that requires a lot of water or whatever it is. Get out. 
you have a house and the second story house, two family house. You have the right guy lives downstairs, the guy lives upstairs. The guy who on the first floor is not allowed to make a tanner, an oven inside his house. Unless on top of the tanner till the height of the ceiling is for Amis. So if it's a short house, you can't do it. Because again, the heat of the oven will damage the people on the 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 the, 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 the top floor. Idol damage the floor, will damage the things on the floor. Um uh, the guy in the top floor is not allowed to set up a tanner unless this floor under him meaning the ceiling under him which is the floor of his second floor has to be three tvachim thick because otherwise the weight of the oven is going to cause guess with the heat together might cause the ceiling to collapse if it's a smaller type of stove tefach has to have a thickness of a tefach under it in other over here we're not really concerned about the heat, the heat damage as much as we're concerned about the the, the 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 floor collapsing. Fire. That's what he seems to be saying right over here. But all right, if it's a tanner of a baker, the guy wants the guy he's a baker. Okay, so that's a much more intense oven. It has to have four tefachim thickness of a floor under it because it's hotter and because it's heavier. If it's a professional stove, so I should tefachim three tefachim, unlike a non-professional stove, which would be only one tefach. So a, a professional stove, which is like a smaller, a professional heater which is smaller than a tanner, is like a non-professional tanner. They both require three tefachim space under them. Even though these are, the, these are the requirements you have to do, and if you don't do them, the guy takes you the best and force you to stop. And if you do take them, the guy can't force you. But even if you did your duty, if the fire did cause damage, the guy on the bottom, his fire caused damage on top of us, he has to pay, as we'll explain in its place, in Hilchitz's moment. Even though over there the Rambam says that when a person has a fire, there's lots of fire in, in his field, the Yatsa did his, but if he would do that proper Achaka, he's potter, that's different than inside a house. Inside a house where the fire is much more consistent and common, and you're more available to watch it, so your side is more available, side requires more vigilance. There's more, more flammable material around, apparently. So therefore, in a house, if it does damage, even though you do, you do, you do duty and diligence, you have to pay. In a field, then you're not have to pay. Someone had a store under his friend's warehouse. A guy, two floors, two story building. Top floor was a warehouse. Bottom store was bottom store was a store. But not to say a guy was selling his warehouse stuff. Two different people. The person on the bottom is not allowed to make a bakery. He's not allowed to make a tzaba, a place where they 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 they, they make dye or paint. Or a barn, because these type of things, the heat, the smell, the chemicals, whatever, will damage the produce he's storing in the top floor. The top floor is not storing uh, clothing, he's storing food, yeah? So the wine or, or wheat, that, that will damage it. Yeah, but I was wondering, but when it comes to sewage, you don't talk about smell. Because it also gives off a stench that can ruin things. Over there, it's about the wall, the material being damaged, not the smell. The smell wouldn't damage the wall. Over there, we're talking about the sewage damaging the walls, physical material. But over here, in this case. So the you're not allowed to make a sewage the thing in the store. Also, any of these type of things, these are examples. Anything which would damage the storage department on top, but that's not a common example. And back then, they didn't have the situation where you had sewage and impacting store. Uh, um, I don't think it was common to have a situation with sewage. And, 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 and food that was in storage to be in the same proximity. He's not That's talking about sewage here anyway. 
No, he's not, but uh, that's correct. But the question was, why don't we raise the issue? We talk about sewage. We didn't raise the issue about the smell. So, if I say it's not going to, I mean, the hurry, the hurry you, could, you, could, you could ask, we said that, that you have to distance the grinder from the other person's wall. The noise shouldn't bother them. What about the smell of the sewage? I don't know. Adam doesn't mention it. Could be it was considered normal. Could be it was a normal thing to have around back then. It was, it was like not, you know, it was not uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> it wasn't so uh, out of the question. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, Yachnisham, Aspastik Yitzvah. Nor should you bring into the uh, into the uh, into the uh, uh, hay or straw into the um, the, the, the store. Anything which was create a lot of warm air, which again I think means like like stench or, or, or things like that. Or, or more like, more like um, not 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 hot air, but um, you know, like the, uh, the smell or like the intensity, the fumes. This will all destroy the produce in the second store in the warehouse. Because the whole problem is ruining the produce. If we're talking about a wine storage uh, floor, and this is in Eretz Yisrael, where the wine apparently was very strong and very intense quality, in times of the Gemara at least. With all this, this, uh, this stench, this heat, so to speak, will not damage it. He could do any of these heat-related malachas that he desires, because it won't ruin the wine. He can, however, cannot make the bottom floor a barn. That will damage the smell of the wine. What if the guy on the bottom came first? He had his storage over there and he made a barn or, or bakery. Then the guy living on top decides to convert his apartment into a, into a warehouse for wheat. He can't protest because he came first, right? Whoever's machzik first. Now, Lachin Gimel describes a case that the Gemara has a suffix, whether what, what Allah is. The guy on the second floor cleaned out his, 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 his warehouse and he sprinkled water on the floor in a way that it makes the dirt, you know, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, the dust shouldn't rise. Rebates is the verb of sprinkling water to settle the dust. So he didn't actually bring any storage in, but he did a behavior that demonstrates he's preparing, right? Grand opening coming soon. Before he brought the produce in, this guy went and made a, a, um, an oven. If the guy really brought produce in, he wouldn't be allowed to do that. But he didn't actually bring the produce. He just prepared the area for produce. Or this guy began to, he, he brought produce in. Sesames, pomegranates, dates, and these type of things which are not damaged by heat. Or they wouldn't be damaged by, uh, by, by a paint store, these type of things, or a tanner. Before he actually brought wheat, which is damaged by heat, this guy went and made an oven. So, 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 so the guy who um, wants to make the oven shops in the basin says, you have to get rid of your oven. You see, I already started storing, storing things over here. I prepared to store things. Now I want to store wheat. You're, you're ruining my oven. But I came first because before you brought your oven in, I already cleared out the, uh, cleared out the area for a warehouse. Or I even brought remaining in. Now I want to bring wheat, and, and, and your tanner has to leave. And this, this guy says, what do you mean? You didn't bring wheat in yet. So I want to bring the oven in. If you brought the wheat already, it's one thing, but I brought the oven before you brought the wheat. So I, I, have, the right, I, I have the rights to be here, says the guy on the, on the first floor. What if the guy on the top came first? Uh, sorry, the guy on the 
Ebadim came first. And so the guy on top came first. And then the guy on the bottom wants to put in an oven. And the guy on top starts screaming, Kaya, you're going to ruin my wheat. So the guy on the first floor says, stop complaining. I built an extra floor, divided into two floors. Now you have a whole empty floor in between where the heat will collect and dissipate. So what's the problem? In these cases, the Baal has the right to protest because the Baal it's not clear who, in who the right is. Therefore, until the guy brings the oven in, the Baal has the right to say, prove that the halach is you're allowed to bring an oven in. You can't prove it. And therefore... You just said he built an extra floor, no? Good. But the Gemara is not clear, not sure if that's sufficient grounds to bring an oven in. So before the guy brings the oven in, the Bezin tells him, the guy can tie it to him, prove that the halach is that because you took these measures of making an extra floor, because I didn't bring the wheat yet, I just brought the remainder in, that you're allowed to bring an oven in. You can't prove it. Therefore, I'm not going to let you bring the oven in. So if the guy already brought the oven in, whether, I'm not sure this means that in Torah, but the guy brought the oven in already. So now, he can't force to take it out because the guy brought the oven and says, prove to me that the halach is that I have to move the, move, remove the oven. So it's kind of coming to the halach of Araya. The Gemara is never Araya, which with halach is, therefore, whoever is a straight... Why don't you let him like the fire and see what's going to happen? Ah, do an experiment. Vice ois. That's not a solution because uh, I'm not sure. If I say that basically you have to, you have to, you have to leave that status quo.